for the restaurants and the hotel hospitality industries. Health departments are rewriting the books. If we don't jump in there with facility managers, we don't influence them. They will be written for us, so we need to be contributing, and that takes facility managers jumping in. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? Sean Black and FM Evolution. Welcome back to the show. I'm excited. We are back for another leadership series, and we have Jim Robinson back on. Uh, now we have Jim on uh, the series and we're talking about phase two of the COVID-19 outbreak. Now we're located on the West Coast, so that means we have stores opening up uh, or attempting to open up or really wanting to open up, but not knowing how. And so today was some critical advice from Jim on what this is going to look like. Jim has been doing thousands of hours of research on this. We all have trying to get things ready for this point. So stay tuned. You're not going to miss this. But before that, here's a word from our sponsors. CGP Maintenance and Construction Services Incorporated is not just a general contractor. They build, service, and maintain facilities while self-performing for some of the largest brands in the nation. With over 33 years in business, they've got what it takes to be the partner you deserve in today's fast-paced facility management marketplace. Welcome to FM Evolution. I am your host, Sean Black, and we're continuing our leadership series. Actually, we have a special edition today because we're going to be talking about the getting restaurants ready to open during COVID-19, and we have some special announcements that happened. So we have Jim Robinson joining us on the show. Jim, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me today. Outstanding time, great opportunities, new things are coming. I'm ready to rock and roll on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about what's going on. We've all been stuck inside for so long. <laughs> I'm ready to break out. And I know the restaurants and, and all the retailers are as well. But uh, and in that, there's a whole lot of stuff going on uh, about the regulations and, and, and kind of trying to get opening uh, or open again. I was wondering if you could kind of expand on that today. What's going on? Yeah, I think uh, we're seeing that across the nation, actually. We're starting to see or witness the, you know, they're, uh, I don't know what's really influencing it. I don't know if it's the realization about the numbers, uh, you know, what's influencing the government side of that and the governance. But the higher ranking governments are uh, kind of pushing it down to the local uh, government uh, so they can start coming up with new plans and, and a lot of new things coming. So they're seeing some partial reopens. Uh, and those partial reopens are being guided by some new processes, uh, trying to get those uh, new things uh, implemented, trying to come up with what that looks like. Uh, I think we're going to continue to see this next couple of weeks here. We'll start seeing that being highly influenced at a local level now and not from the federal level to the state level, but now it'll be to the local, uh, more regionalized uh, based on rates of infection, uh, anticipation, and modeling. So we'll, we'll start to see that, but it's exciting. I think people are getting excited. 
Um, it was a little bit of a, a burst today that uh, the excitement went really high, uh, but the response was kind of low. So the reopen was uh, pretty shallow. Uh, so we really got to get together as a group in our specifically in our industry and really influence, uh, really push on how that's going to look and feel for the patrons coming back. Today's a great day to be able to start that process. Today's the day. Uh, it, you know, it's amazing. Um, it's taken this long, to be honest, to me, if I'm my own personal feeling. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's been so impactful on restaurants to this point. How do you think this process going, is going to affect them in the immediate future right now? Uh, well, they're going to go into a scramble mode, right? Because they, they've been out of business for, you know, shut down the doors, lock the windows and run. And so they're bringing in product, they're bringing in people, they're bringing in all of these new processes, which they really don't know yet. Um, health departments are influencing this, health departments are scrambling to rewrite things. So that process is going to be very difficult over the coming days. So they may have already been in their stores for the last five, six, eight days, trying to come up with what that's going to look like and feel like going forward. So the immediate future is a little rough. These guys are going to have a lot of long, long days trying to, one, keep the employees healthy and uh, give the feeling of safety to their customers coming in. Uh, some of the customers are looking for, well, some customers aren't even going to show up. Uh, if you want them to show up, you're going to have to really come up with some safety standards that will pass their muster. Um, so there, there's going to be a process involved in that. I don't know how the restaurants are going to do that solo. I think they need to team up with uh, service providers in the space. Uh, and allow those third-party companies, people to come in and actually help with that process. There's a tremendous amount of rules to follow. And it's not just local, it's local, federal, you know, state. I mean, there's all kinds of different regulations and, and there's definitely a growing demand uh, for restaurants to be compliant in order to reopen up with all those regulations. How do you think they're going to manage with all those new requirements? Uh, well, right now, you know, the feds have given suggestions. They're not law or orders any longer. They're, they're really suggestions, and that's coming from CDC, John Hopkins, OSHA. Those regulations went to the state level, and the state came some, became, you know, some ordinary orders and some different variants of order, uh, or ordinances and shifts in, in facilities and retail and restaurants. We're going to see that evolve to the local groups and then the health department folks are going to be writing rules nonstop. So mm -hmm. being able to uh, be compliant in that is going to be significantly challenging because it isn't all written. And all of that as it's evolving in writing today, it's going to, it's going to be expansive in one. It's going to grow so rapidly. Uh, there's a zero chance we'll all be able to keep up with all of the rules. Um, restaurant tours, as you know, restaurant tours are extremely busy in their restaurants when they're there. Mm -hmm. And uh, following a bunch of all these new guidelines is going to be extremely difficult for them. So most of it's not even written yet. It's all uh, speculation, all communication, open dialogue. There's table meetings, round tables, virtual meetings, uh, ongoing day, night. It's going to continue to go on nonstop. It's going to take some effort with a lot of people to be able to put this together. If we don't all communicate this in a very clear way, it's going to be 
dictated in a very different way that's going to be very complicated for the restaurateurs if we don't team up and actually get this done in a very responsible fashion, a very logged, monitored, a very specific way. I mean, I can only imagine what these guys are going through. Facility managers already have enough on their plates when it comes to just managing a facility normally. Now you've got this added uh, requirements and all these space uh, issues they have to manage. But, but the, you know, they also have to keep their, their team safe. You know, and so my question is, like, what do you think is the best way for restaurants to keep their, their team safe, but also still serving guests? Uh, keeping morale high. So restaurants, retail, everybody needs to be having daily meetings. Those, what we know in the construction or in the trades business, we call them tailgates. Um, I think restaurants, restaurants and retailer, everybody, even hospitality, salons, health, banking, they need to have those early morning meetings, you know, 15 minutes before opening. Mm. need to have those uh, gatherings, uh, lay out the expectations, get, uh, you know, get the feedback from the employees that are working there. That boosts morale, and that's going to change the way safety is uh, observed going forward. Uh, you got to have those open dialogue because if you just have expectations, people are come in and just go to work, you're going to fail. Uh, the people are going to feel like they're failing because there's a lot of new regulations coming at them. So I think it's really important to have those dailies, have that conversation with the folks that are brand new rules and lay out those expectations. But more importantly, hear what they have to say, hear their frustrations, communicate those, that dialogue, simplify the sanitation process, make sure the sanitation, the hand sanitation is in varied areas. Make sure the uh, employees are understanding they need to be doing this every 10 or 15 minutes. If they touch or do or deliver something to one table, they need the hand sanitize before they go to the next table. It's going to be very complicated for a short period of time. We will evolve out of this. Wow, yeah. I hope so. (laughs) This is going to be a short-term thing. There will be some new regulations, of course, that will be forever, and we'll be fighting to get rid of some of the stuff that will be overcumbersome. But I think that's going to be the biggest thing. I think meeting with the teams, having that dialogue every morning, and I would just call them tailgates or safety meetings or back of house meetings, uh, you, you call them what you will. But I think those dailies are going to be imperative and hearing the feedback from the frontline workers, uh, the ones doing the serving of the, uh, of the patrons, the clients coming in, that's the credible feedback. Mm. We'll need that feedback from the frontline stuff. Great advice. Communication is definitely uh, critical right now uh, and keeping up with everything is challenging to say the least one of the things that we you know we talked about earlier is um is having a monitor on staff to kind of ensure that some that there all these rules are being followed and there's so many things that's that needs to happen here and it's always it's so fluid um i understand that cgp is is offering a service for this is that correct yeah, so we've been working diligently for several days on different processes, trying to influence and, one, influence some of the regulations that are going to be a chokehold on many businesses. Some, as you've heard probably, some are not even opening, um, not next week, not in the following. Not ever. So they're so choked out, they just don't know which way to go. So they said, we're going to stand by and watch and see what happens. We don't want them doing that. We want them to be a part of it. We want them to influence what that decision process is going to look like and, and not sit by the wayside and let somebody else make all the rules. 
some of the things we came up with uh, over the last several days, weeks, is one of them is our OSP. That's our optimized sanitation process. We kind of coined that uh, phraseology, if you will, because we, we wanted to optimize a system for getting in and cleaning all the touch points, uh, the significant touch points, not only with the employees of mm. the facility, but the guests coming in. So I thought that was a critical thing. Uh, so we do have that process in place. Uh, we have different cleaning agents that are CDC approved, and they can get us in a space and get us out of a space very rapidly. We can do that in the evening. We can do it multiple times per day if there's any concerns of any kind of contamination in, in the space. So optimization, uh, sanitation process, OSP, that's one of them. And then recently, we did a COVID-19 safety compliance monitor. This is an actual position, not a process. And we come up with this. It's a monitor to come in. You can hire the monitor to come in and evaluate your space. Mm. Literally come in and evaluate your space and your operations for an hour to an hour and a half. They will be the person standing kind of in the, in the dark and watching one sanitation process, separation process, distancing. You're going to watch the entire process and the operations in, in your space. So retail, restaurants, hospitality, uh, we can get these monitors in place. Uh, we can send them multiple times per day. We can send them once a week. We, you know, It's very flexible. It's what your needs will be. But I think it would be a limited process. I think you only need this for the next few weeks. Uh, and then as people evolve into this brand new system, uh, I think they'll find some comfort with the new regulations. I think just getting to those regulations is it's going to require some monitors. It's going to take that third party that knows that's what we're doing. We're certifying this process, by the way, and working jointly with Ghost staff, our staffing company, a long-time relationship with them. But we've designed a system that will create one the employees to be able to do this. So we created this certification process. We will leave certifications at your front door uh, stating that you have oh, wow. inspected, that you are in compliance with CDC's you know, basic standards and local regional standards. Uh, and it will have a short life. So we will be evolving every week with all of the new regulations and our folks will be going with those. Uh, so it's a hireable service from CGP. And uh, it'll be able to protect your space, uh, be able to help uh, in that process. One, learning the regulations and helping keep healthy for your patrons, your people coming in, and then, of course, your employees. So a couple of critical services. there. That's, that's really cool because, I mean, and, and, and at the end of the day, this is a temporary thing. And then having to keep up with all this new regulations as they roll out. And it seems like it's every single day something's new. Uh, is pretty challenging. Yeah, it, it's sometimes multiple times per day because yeah. we're watching we're watching federal level, state level, and then local, regional levels, and we're watching multiple regions. Uh, as you know, we serve the entire West Coast or Western United States, so we're watching every one of those small small townships, large municipalities, state governance. It's a lot of work. Regulation and being able to train and certify our folks to be able to actually manage those regionally. Uh, that's a, it's a major task. So we have lots of people who are ready to go to work uh, and serve the client's needs. We've got to get in these restaurants, these retail spaces, 
ASAP. We want to see more stores open. We don't want people sitting on the sidelines because if they do, they're going to come back to a rash of new laws and regulations that they didn't influence. They need to be there to be able to influence them. We can do that through hiring monitors. Our monitors will report back and we will contribute to the local authorities to make sure they're hearing what we're seeing in the, in the field. I think that's a critical dialogue. We'll see that firsthand on multiple levels, different, different facets. So I think that's critical that we return that. That's incredible. One more thing before we wrap up, and I didn't get a chance to answer you. This is still our leadership series, and I really wanted to throw it out there. If you had give one piece of advice to facility managers right now in this crazy time we're in, what, what would it be for you? Uh, jump in. I uh, have, have, uh, have uh, no reservations about uh, moving forward in a very fast pace. I think you'll learn the, the most, the fastest, if you jump in full feet or both feet ahead. And uh, if you hold back at all, I think there's going to be regulations and, and ordinances that will blow your mind if you're not involved. So jump in both feet, uh, work the hours, put in the time, uh, be able to learn what's happening. And more importantly, if you're involved, you have to participate and influence how these things moving forward. Keep in mind, for the restaurants and the hotel hospitality industries, uh, health departments are rewriting the books. Uh, if we don't jump in there with facility managers today, we're going to struggle with the new regulations. It'll be long debated in litigation, but the rules will be written. If we don't influence them, they will be written for us, so we need to be contributing, and that takes facility managers jumping in and contributing, one, to the understanding of what's happening, and then contributing to best practice. Make sure we're discussing best practices so health departments can be influenced by the people they serve. They serve the restaurant and the hospitality industries. You need to make sure we're influencing them. Awesome, man. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I want to wrap up. Um, thank you for your words of wisdom and your advice. I think it's really good information for the FMs out there to know what's going on and uh, that they have strategic partners that they can count on that have this type of information that are consistently working and putting in the, you know, the thousands of hours it takes to, to get this stuff put together. So thank you, Jim. I really appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Grateful to be of opportunity to serve these guys. I want to, I want to get in there today. Let's go to work. Let's get this thing resolved, but everybody open the door. So let's go to work. All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. 